Seems like you're almost excited about Christmas, David. Well, I am quite excited about Christmas, actually, yeah. Oh, good, excellent. Um, we've got our nativity now. People have props. Do you have props? Does everyone have one of these? One of these? And a hat, a crown. A crown? Everyone have a crown? Excellent. Okay. You'll need these because during our nativity, people are going to have to do things with great gusto and excitement. So therefore, I have not not got much hope, David. The way things are going. They'll, they'll warm up. Will they? They, they will. Um, when, we, when we have uh, shepherds mentioned, da-da, we all have to wave our sheep. Or we could just sit there staring. But waving the sheep is much more exciting. And we could say something like... That's a good one. Excellent. Okay, when we mention angels, we could wave our wings. And we could... What do angels do? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If people were feeling keen. (laughs) Did angels have flags, Kate? I think angels had flags, David, yes. Excellent. Okay. And then, of course, when we have the wise men, we all put on our crowns. That's a bit small. Does it fit people? Is my head quite big? (laughs) This doesn't seem right. There's something wrong with this. I don't look good in hats. So you're giving me a small one? And we say, I don't know what the wise men say. What do wise people do? Mm. Oh, mm. 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 I'm the only one doing that. Mm. Mm. Very good. Okay. Also, also during uh, this, when I hold up this sign, everyone shouts really loudly. No. no! That's quite good. And when I hold up this, oh, it's all going to go wrong. Everyone, what's that? Oh, everyone claps and cheers. Yeah. Okay, so I think we need to have practice. Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm just going to randomly hold something up just to trick you. Okay. Oh. Hallelujah, yes. Oh. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Lost me crown. Hold on. <laughs> no. I think that's good enough, don't you, David? I'm feeling I look particularly splendid. Fantastic. Should we make a start? I think we should. Stop talking now. There's a story we tell every year. A story that is big, wonderful and full of cheer. It's about a small baby born in a stable. And it's true, you know, not just another fable. Now the story we know, we've heard it before. But it's a story for us now, even though it happened on a distant shore. Because with politics going wild and the environment in trouble, the certainty of God will hold us close and break us from this bubble. So 
Instead of ignoring this most amazing news, just sit back and enjoy our service. Discover something new, sing songs and have fun and discover the wonder of Christmas and God's Son. We're going to sing. Oh, come all ye faithful. Let's stand to sing together. Oh, I don't get to say, please sit down. Don't. <laughs> We're going to have a reading um, from Luke's Gospel. It's chapter 1, starting at verse 26. And it's the birth of Jesus being foretold. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin who was pledged to be married to a man named Joseph. He was a descendant of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her, saying, Greetings, you are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at these words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favour with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, so that the Holy One will be born and will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she, whom was said to be barren, is in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be as you have said. And the angel left her. So, our story begins. On angels' wings, with messages tweeted. That that was good, actually. I'm, I'm... Yeah, (laughs) I missed that. (laughs) And Mary got surprising news, really scary. Not necessarily greeted news that she'd become an expectant mum with a boy, Jesus, God's son. Now this angel appeared waving a flag. Really? Missed that. You see? And exclaiming God's love because he brought an important message that was sent from above. Greetings, you who are highly favoured, he stood and declared. Mary must have been terrified, shaking, so, so scared. This angel delivered to Mary God's important dispatch. She was chosen. She was selected. The perfect match. But the message was more than news of baby Jesus to come. For us, it is of hope, of joy, a future, new life begun. And this angel appears again. Later in this story, waking shepherds from their sheep. From their sleep, sorry. (laughs) And the angel with his friends, they wave their flags. They shout and sing, 
because they have another amazing message to bring. So let's meet one of these angels and discover something new so that we can fully enjoy this story anew. I told you nothing could go wrong. So, Mary and Joseph did as they're told. They trusted God, which was brave and bold. And that led them to give birth to Jesus Christ, God's son. And the story ends there. That's right. It's only just begun. Hold on. It's only just begun. Because our story still has three more crucial parts. We still have lots to tell. So don't panic. It's not over yet. There's still more to happen. Just relax and enjoy our special storytelling fashion. Sorry, David. Just... just... What's what's going on there, Kate? Well, I'm just preparing because I think... Someone's about to arrive. Oh, okay. So I'm getting there, um, you know... I'm sensing a bit of a theme here. Um, possibly. You must, have, you must have gone around the whole church collecting up all the sheep that anybody possibly in the church had. Is that what you did? No, there's just these belong to the same person. They all belong to yes. the same family, yes. do they? Yes. That's shocking, isn't it? It, Fantastic. It's quite shocking. How, who could possibly have that many sheep well, in there? Well, I house? don't know. Is that your bag, David? It is my bag. Oh, yeah. oh I haven't got my microphone. I just realised. This one is particularly good. What was it called again? Shearable. Look. Oh dear. Don't break the zip. It's not mine. Shearable. Shearable. Sheep. <laughs> I won't tell you who that one actually belongs to. Um, Yeah. Oh, right. Now, the shepherds washed their socks by night. Really? As they watched their precious precious sheep. As they're done day after day after day after day. So they knew when to be awake and when to sleep. So catching these shepherds by surprise would be quite amazing. And that's exactly what it was when the angels appeared, praising. Glory to God, for he is good. His love endures forever. In Bethlehem tonight, God's son is born for all of us. Whoever. Now, the shepherds thought they knew it all before, but this was brand new information. And the angels had chosen the shepherds to receive this first invitation. So the shepherds did what shepherds do and they grabbed a nearby sheep. Which is funny but probably not quite true. So let's throw that idea on the scrap heap. With that idea gone I think we should discover how the shepherds felt. So let's listen, let's listen as the story is read to us to see how it is dealt. 
Okay, can you hear me? Yeah. Whoa. Um, this is supposed to be a Jack and Ori style reading. That ages a few people. Who knows what Jack and Ori is? Yeah, I think that splits the audience fairly, fairly well. And I think what I'm supposed to say is, um, if you're sitting comfortably, uh, now I'll begin, but it's quite hard to sit comfortably in a pew. But anyway, do your best. Now, hopefully, the pictures are going to come up. Is that right, Dave? Yeah? Okay. I'll sort of nod when I turn the page. Okay, so this is called The Light of the World, and it's the story of the shepherds from um, the book of Luke, chapter 2, in a children's Bible version. That same night, in amongst the other stars, suddenly a bright new star appeared. Of all the stars in the dark vaulted heavens, this one shone clearer. It blazed in the night and made the other stars look pale beside it. God put it there when his baby son was born, to be like a spotlight, shining on him, lighting up the darkness, showing people the way to him. You see, God was like a new daddy. He couldn't keep the good news to himself. He'd been waiting all these long years for this moment, and now he wanted to tell everyone. So he pulled out all the stops. He'd sent an angel to tell Mary the good he'd sent an angel to tell Mary the good news. He'd put a special star in the sky to show where his boy was. And now he was going to send a big choir of angels to sing his happy song to the world. He's here, he's come. Go and see him, my little boy. Now, where would you send your splendid choir? To a big concert hall, perhaps? Or a palace? God sent his to a little hillside, outside a little town, in the middle of the night. He sent all those angels to sing for a raggedy old bunch of shepherds watching their sheep outside Bethlehem. In those days, remember, people used to laugh at shepherds and say they were smelly and call them other rude names, which I can't possibly mention here. You see, people thought shepherds were nobodies, just scruffy old riffraff. But God must have thought shepherds were very important indeed, because they're the ones he chose to tell the good news to first. That night, some shepherds were out in the open fields warming themselves by a campfire when suddenly the sheep darted. They were frightened by something. The olive trees rustled. What was that? A wing beat? They turned around. Standing in front of them was a huge warrior of light blazing in the darkness. Don't be afraid of me, the bright shining man said. I haven't come to hurt you. I've come to bring happy news for everyone everywhere. Today in David's town, in Bethlehem, God's son has been born. You can go and see him. He is sleeping in a manger. Behind the angel, they saw a strange glowing cloud, except it wasn't a cloud. It was angels, troops and troops of angels armed with light. And they were singing a beautiful song. Glory to God, to God be fame and honour and all our hoorays. Then as quickly as they appeared, the angels left. The shepherds stamped out their fire, left their sheep, raced down the grassy hill, through the gates of Bethlehem, down the narrow cobble streets, through a courtyard, down some down some step, step, steps, past an ill inn, round a corner, through a hedge, until, at last, they reached a tumble-down stable. They caught their breath, then quietly they tiptoed inside. They knelt on the dirt floor. They had heard about this promised child, and now he was here, heaven's son, the maker of the stars, 
a baby sleeping in his mother's arms. This baby would be like a bright star shining in the sky that night, a light to light up the whole world, chasing away darkness, helping people to see. And the darker the night got, the brighter the star would shine. Thank you, Paula. And now we're going to sing about these shepherds to who the angel appeared, the first people to hear about the birth of Jesus. Let's stand to sing while shepherds watch their flocks by night. Please be seated. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by a different route. So, Jesus is born, as the angel declared. Was that an angel? Oh, I was concentrating on... So Jesus was born, is born, as the angel declared, and the shepherds had run to celebrate. Mary and Joseph worshipped the Lord because of his wonder, anticipate, and still the story continues unceased, because wise women and men travelled from the east. This is tricky, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's not such a quick one, this. I'm sorry, I've got to get a different crown. That one's too These stargazers from far away travelled by camel to discover the message the star wanted them to uncover. They knew a king had been born in Bethlehem and the bright shining star was guiding them. They brought gifts to celebrate his oh-so-normal birth and praise his name for the transformation he would bring to earth. Because Jesus was predicted years and years ago, and they were just waiting for him to show. Now their journey was long 
and very hard, and we must congratulate them on that. But we always forget those who carried that burden over mountains and across channels, those wonderful, wonderful spitting camels. So we have sheep with us today, lots of sheep. We have an angel in our midst. Oh, he's gone. He must be going to deliver more news to other people. And now we have camels. Who loves a good old camel? No, not many of you. They're not very friendly, are they? Well, we've got three of them. We couldn't get the wise men and women, but we've got three camels who will appear. Take a look at this. Did I miss something? Uh, no, not a lot. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so, finally we're here. As the wise folks deliver, their gifts fit for a king. But the shepherds and the wise folks and Mary and Joseph know the story is only just about to begin. Because the final chapter of the Christmas nativity doesn't finish in the stable, but carries on through all of us, however we are able. You see, Jesus is with us now, now and forever and wants to be our friend. He was at the beginning, in the middle, and he'll be there at the end. So this Christmas, as we enjoy our presents, food, and fun family time, let's remember Jesus, who came for us, to help us any time. Let's remember the hope and joy he brings, and really celebrate the coming of Jesus the King.